let's talk about elementary music lessons that are Halloween or Halloween-ish themed. I got all nice and Halloweened up for you, even though I'm filming this in September. So we got like my orange and black and I even pulled out my little candy corn earrings. So we're all set and ready to go. And we're gonna talk about Halloween lessons. Now, these Halloween lessons are gonna be for a variety of little people to big people. So anything from kindergarten to fifth grade. And most of them are not gonna be like super Halloween-ish. The school where I teach is totally fine, honestly, with Halloween. Like no one seems to really have an issue with Halloween. That's never like come up. No one's ever mentioned it. We have, you know, Halloween activities and stuff and no one seems to care. Um, but I know that at some schools, Halloween can be a touchy thing. And I do have a few students who do not celebrate any holidays at all. And so I am, you know, very aware of that. And so most of these are gonna be more like, you know, they're, they're, they're in the umbrella, but they're not like, the first thing we're gonna do is talk about In the Hall of the Mountain King. So In the Hall of the Mountain King is how I love to kick off my Halloween-ish lessons every single year because it's so great and so versatile. So with the little kids, I tell them a little story about Pierre Gint and how he went into the mountain and got captured by the Troll King. And the Troll King wants um, Pierre to marry his troll daughter. And at that point, the kids are like, ew, gross. And so I'm like, that's where we come in. And so Pierre is now trying to escape. Now, if you escape, are you going to be really quiet or are you going to be really loud? They're like, oh, quiet. I'm like, oh, great. So we're going to see if we can help him escape. And so we're going to see if we can walk and tiptoe like we're leaving the mountain too. And we're going to go with the music. And so we're going to tiptoe and we're going to be really quiet. And then as it gets louder, we're going to get faster and faster and louder and faster and until we're running. And then at the end, all those big like bum, bum. Bum, bum. Um, we jump up on each of those and all throughout the thing I'll be like look over your shoulder make sure there aren't any trolls coming and then when it starts getting faster I look over and I'm like don't say anything but I think I saw one I think oh definitely a troll behind us all right all right we're gonna have to run and so like they get super super into it and it's a very easy activity and it gets so many of the wiggles out with the older kids, I actually will often do the same thing, just kind of more on like a, you know, we're in fifth grade kind of level. And so I'll just tell them, um, I'll tell them the story and we'll, I'll tell them the story on a, you know, less little kiddish version. And then I'll tell them we're going to keep the beat in our feet and it's going to get faster and faster and faster. I want to see if you can keep up. And so we kind of phrase it that way so that they enjoy it too. So with the older kids, I love to pull out the, in the hall of the mountain King boomwhacker play along, which I will link down below. It's on YouTube. And so we do that as a prep activity and then we'll do this. Um, and then we'll do the boomwhacker play along. I love this boomwhacker play alongs are, really easy for the kids to get into since I have my kids for a week I love to do them like on Monday because it's like we haven't seen each other for a while it's an easy way for them to make music and it's really simple and so how I typically do poop any boomwhacker play along videos is I'll have a hula hoop set up around the room and I'll have the boomwhackers inside of the hula hoops you know so all the A's are together all the B's are together and we'll do groups and then they'll rotate so we'll do the same one a couple of different times and it keeps it fresh because they're doing different things each time but they're still getting better 
So that's a really fun thing that I do with my older grades. With my younger kids, we usually will do the rhythm play alongs, especially like second and third grade, um, which is also on YouTube. I will also link that one down below. And it has like the little troll following him and it's really cute. So the rhythm is the and that last one's a half note. And I'm usually working on half note with second grade in October. Um, this year I will not be because COVID put us all back and we're behind but it's okay and so I'll probably do that with third grade this year but not with second grade one thing we like to do is ghost vocalizations so with the little kids you know we're always working on getting into that singing voice getting that head voice and I love using little ghost pictures because ghosts say you know boo or they say Ooh. And so that's a really good vocal tone to use to help the kids warm up. And so I have a couple of these like little um, vocalizations. I have ghost ones and I also have pumpkin ones, but the ghost ones are more Halloween-y. Um, and so it just has like a little ghost and a little line and the kids trace the line with their fingers and with their voices and they get to, you know, make their little ghost sound and it's really cute. And then at the end, I always let them make up their own, which is always really fun to see them, you know, try their own and they just think it's the greatest thing ever. And so really quick, good warm up for the kids and really Really helps them get up in that singing voice with like a nice pretty vowel sound. All right, next one for the little people is Fairies and Giants. So this is a song by um, Elgar, Edward, I think it's El Edward, right? Edward Elgar. And it's, it is one of my favorites. I'm usually working on high and low with my first graders at this time of the year. So it works perfectly. Actually, we just did this today. So with Fairies and Giants, what we do is when we hear the high parts, we float around like fairies. And then when we hear the low parts, I actually tell them that it's fairies and monsters because when we hear the low parts, we scrunch down and make mean monster faces and we keep the steady beat in our feet. Um, but the reason I do it that way is because I want them to associate, you know, fairies fly. So they're up high and this sounds high and monsters, we're gonna be crouched down. We are down low and it sounds low versus if it's a giant then they're big and I feel like that can get confusing so we do fairies and monsters and because that is perfect around this time of the year they love this piece it is so much fun it's super super simple little movement activity you have them again high or low scratch down make me monster faces you can usually get quite a bit of time out of this one because you can do it you know in your seats you can do it around the room you can do it with scarves because everything's better with scarves um really cute really simple and the kids will love it next one for the younger kids is pass the pumpkin so pass the pumpkin is a cute little song and it goes um pass the pumpkin all around listen to the spooky sound And that last one is spoken, but I usually end up singing it on dough anyway. So really cute little song. We use this to work on our steady beat and we do, you know, very obviously it is a passing game. So you pass the pumpkin. Usually I forget to actually bring a pretend pumpkin. And so we end up using like a bought up piece of paper, um, but we pass it around on the steady beat. And then if it lands on you, then you would be out. So I use this to work on steady beat and then steady beat versus rhythm, because that's usually where I am with my first graders. I don't have kindergarten by the way. Um, in October is working on like beat versus rhythm. Is it the same the whole time or does it follow the words, you know, talking about all of that. And so we'll work on the beat and and then we'll work on the rhythm 
without introducing the rhythm quite yet. And I actually have a whole um, Google Slides lesson about this one. So if you want to check that out to so have like the PowerPoint that shows the beat and the rhythm and just all of those different things um, with a couple of other things, definitely check that out down below. I will link it there. Um, I also like to pair this with the song Hey Jack, which is a music K8 song that is so much fun. And we use this to work on beat versus rhythm as well. So for this one, the chorus says, and this one does outwardly say Halloween, but it's about a jack-o'-lantern and it, the chorus says, boo shaka-laka-laka-boo, boo So what we do for this one is on the chorus, we'll play on our legs, boo shaka laka laka boo shaka laka laka boo shaka laka laka boo And then on the rest of the time, we keep the steady beat around our body. So I'll usually be in the front and I'm just where they're just following me and we keep it all over the place so that we can feel the difference between the beat and the rhythm when we get to boo shaka laka laka boo shaka laka laka really fun. The kids love it. It's super silly. So we usually will do it a couple of times so they can learn the words and sing along with it. Um, really great. Highly recommend. And there's an illegal version. Really great. Highly recommend. I will see if I can find it like down on YouTube or something down below. Um, I don't know if maybe they, sometimes a music K8 posts some of their songs on YouTube. So I will see if they have that one in particular because it is so much fun and the kids love it. One more pumpkin theme one and that is Five Little Pumpkins. So this is a cute little rhyme. I think I have a whole video about it so I will link it down below. Um, but this one goes, Five Little Pumpkins Sitting on a Gate. First one said, oh, and here are the little actions that I made up a really long time ago. First one said, oh my, it's getting late. The second one said, there are witches in the air. The third one said, but we don't care. The fourth one said, let's run and run and run. The fifth one said, I'm ready for some fun. Woo, with the wind and out with the light and five little pumpkins rolled out of sight. And that's our whole thing. Um, so those are little actions. So obviously we do with the actions and then I like to add some instruments to it. I also have a book version. So we usually all introduce it that way, um, but we add some instruments. So what we do for this is I'll have five kids with the drums, um, just like hand drums. And so each one will play one of the pumpkins. So they play at the beginning, five little pumpkins sitting on a gate. And then whoever's pumpkin number one plays the rhythm of number one, whoever's pumpkin number two plays rhythm for two and so on and so forth. One person is on the um, chimes. And so they ring them at the beginning, just like before we get started. And then they also ring them on woo with the wind. Um, all my drummers also use their fingernails to scratch it at the beginning to make like a creepy little sound. Um, and then when we have, um, out with the light, they play out with the light. And sometimes if I'm feeling real fancy, we'll take out the um, tone blocks and we'll have someone play the five little pumpkins sitting on a gate. And then at the end as well, five little pumpkins rolled out of sight. So that's really fun. Um, the kids love that one. And it's a really great way to incorporate some instruments, get them going along with the book, along with the story. They can do actions. So those who aren't playing can do actions at their seat, which is always good to have a backup for something else they can do. And it's just a really great time. So highly recommend that one. It's really fun um, and can keep them entertained for a very long time. The next one is Feed the Monster. So this one, I think I also have a video about, but I also have a freebie. So Feed the Monster is a game that I found that a lot of the like, um, 
first grade kindergarten second grade teachers were using to teach like sight words and i was like we could totally do this for rhythms so we don't do it for rhythms um so feed the monster you make like a little monster cutout i'll insert a picture here so you can see um on a bag or on a box and what the kids do is they sit around in a circle and they pull out cards so we do rhythm cards and i will link the ones that i use that are like they're little they have little monsters on them they're so cute um and they're quarter pages so they are perfect for the size of the monster um so they pick one up they play the rhythm and then if they get it right they get to feed the monster the rhythm if they get it wrong then they have to put it back and what i'll do is i'll have them all set up and they'll all be working you know in their groups and i will walk around and i will listen to every kid read one or two of them and i'll notate like this kid's reading it correctly this kid's reading it correctly or they're not reading it correctly so that i then have an assessment <laughs> that i can use to figure out where we are and how much more we need to work on this how much we don't you know all of those kind of things i also have solfege little monsters so i might try that this year because i'm working on solfege at the moment with second grade we'll see um so i might do it that way and they're the same thing they're like little quarter size cards so they're perfect so i will link the freebie the video and also the monster cards down below so you can check all of those out okay so the next one is a singing game and that one is which which so which like you know with the hat not which like which one um but which which and so this one's really cute it's a little so me song and it goes which which fell in a ditch picked up a penny and thought she was rich are you my children yes we're your children so on that one um the whoever is the witch is it and they sing that are you my children and the kids sing back yes we're your children and at some point that you decide i usually just have them do it once to make life easier um so they can repeat that part if you want them to or you can just have them go straight into the witch saying are you my children and the kids say no you are witch um make sure to emphasize the on which because i can see that going very badly um but i've never had that problem in my class um and so then at that point the witch chases the kids so let me back up formation wise you have the witch and then everybody else you can have them walking in a circle i usually just have them on one side to make life easier um so we don't have kids running every which way but having them on one side and then the witch and then when the witch says they say no you old witch then they run and they need to get to a safe zone so i have them run across to the wall and the witch is in the middle and she's trying to tag people and if she tags them then they are out so this song's super cute we're working on so in me with second grade so it is like perfect um i will say i don't love chase games because they can be a little crazy and so personally when we do things like this we'll only play it for like five minutes and that's about it and that's all they need it's just it's just a little taste and then i'm like you can play it on the playground um but that is it's really cute really really fun the kids love it um just if you do you know are concerned about kids being a little too excited for chasing and pushing and all that kind of stuff then you can just do it for a short amount of time and that works pretty well all right friends so last two that i have for today the next one is going to be pumpkin matching but specifically i want to talk about treble clef because i'm thinking like older kids um treble clef i also have like rhythm ones i also have solfege ones i have all sorts of different ones but basically you match the 
one side with the other. So for the treble clef, you are matching the note on the treble clef with the letter and you can do that. It's a really good centers activity. If you are doing centers, I miss centers so much while we were online. Um, really fun, really simple as well. And you can also, again, walk around and see who is figuring out, you know, what matches and what doesn't match. And that can help you a lot to figure out what you're going to do in the future. Um, all right. And the very, very last one for today is going to be candy rhythm. So I like to do this with the older kids. So for this, you can print off different pictures on the internet of different candies and then have the kids figure out the rhythm. So I like to do this in groups or in pairs and I'll have one kid create the pattern with the words and then all of the kids have to figure out the rhythms that go on it and decode the rhythms. You can have them write them down or you can just have them do it with manipulatives and do that. So they did like lollipop gum lollipop chocolate you'll have like the pictures of each one and then underneath it you'll have the rhythm so like lollipop it has three sounds in it so it might be tt tot it might be ta titi um so lollipop you might do tt tot you might do triplet just kind of depending on what you're working on um something with three sounds and then gum is one so you could do like half note or you could do quarter note or quarter note rest you know however you want to do it to what your kids are learning and working on right now um makes it super super versatile and you can do it that way and it's just really fun and really simple and then you can also do kind of like a follow-up activity where you create a rhythm and the kids at decode I actually just did this but with ocean animals for my fourth graders um so then you also have like an assessment where you can say, okay, yes, I can see that the kids, like I have something physical to turn in. Um, I also, as we're doing this, I will walk around and I will take assessments and say, okay, this kid is figuring out the rhythms of all the words and this kid's not. And so I can, you know, figure out where we need to go from here based on, you know, how many kids are getting it and what we're what we're doing. Um, you can do this yourself and, you know, again, print out pictures from the internet, or you can also, I have a whole like candy rhythms unit that is up on my teachers pay teachers. So this is, uh, available it's like all the different like pictures of the candies and then the words of the candies um there's also candy rhythm four quarters which would be like perfect right after halloween when the kids are like and you need to get all the wiggles out because four quarters is so much fun um and then so you have like the composition you have the four quarters there's like a digital game there's lots of different stuff so i will link that down below you can definitely check it out but the main one that i want to talk about is the candy rhythm composing i think i also have a video about it so i'll link that down. i'll just check the description for all the links in the world apparently that's what i've got all right friends that is all i have on halloween lessons that's definitely not all of them and actually as i was doing them i was like I don't feel like many of these are like super Halloween-ish, um, but they are fun. And again, I just, I personally, I try not to go like super into Halloween because it could be a sore subject and, you know, just potentially I don't want it to be like an issue. Um, I am fortunate in that I don't really have to worry about that too much, but just, you know, be aware of it. Ask if you're new to a school, especially ask the other teachers, you know, what's okay and not okay. If they have any students who don't celebrate Halloween, like those kind of things so that you're aware before you get there. Um, and again, if you stick with like the pumpkins and feed the monster and stuff like that, then it doesn't have to be Halloween-ish. If you don't want it to be, it can just be fun. Um, so Thank you so much for watching. I hope that was helpful. I would love to hear your favorite Halloween lessons because I feel like I need better ones. I feel like most of mine were just like, oh, these are pumpkins. Um, but leave them down below in the comments and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for watching. Bye.